Welcome back to Amigas y Café. This is your host, Ana Lilia, and I'm here with another episode. This week, what I want to talk to you about is being mindful and grateful, especially in this season as we approach the end of the year. Um, hard to believe we're coming up to the end of December, and pretty soon we'll be in 2020, a whole new decade. So I thought, well, why not? talk to you about some of the conversations I'm having at the dinner table with my own family and sometimes some of the messages I receive really resonate with conversations my family's having at the same time that I think wow some of the listeners are able to understand and relate to things I share on Instagram or on the podcast and some of the comments that I've seen and from other parents from other listeners is teaching kids to be mindful is something that's difficult and how do you do it and what are some strategies and tips that you have and I had other persons share some of the things they do with their kids to ensure that they're teaching them um, respect gratefulness and having that being aware and always willing to help others so I think that's super important for all children, whether they're my students in the class or my boys at home. These are skills that um, will just help them be better human beings. And we need more people that are grateful and mindful in this world. So I thought, you know, this would be a great episode because it's not just something I'm reading. It's not just a script. I'm speaking more from it, from a personal note, from stuff happening in our home and that I can talk to you about what other people have shared. So um, this week, if you have some ideas on s other strategies, something that I didn't share, something you do and works well in your family for working with your children on being mindful or respectful, grateful during truly all year long or especially during the season, please send me a DM sh and tell me. What are some things you do with your children that you find work well? Uh, what are you? What is something maybe that your family did and you continue to do uh, to continue to instill this in your children? So we were having a conversation with my older son, and he just turned thirteen. Oh my gosh! I have a teenager in the house, and it is just unbelievable. I can still remember holding him and even bringing him home from the hospital and having a Baker Square dinner for that Thanksgiving night 13 years ago. So hard to believe. But um, fast forward to now, some of the conversations at the dinner table are just reminding him to be respectful for what he does have at home, being respectful. And not that he's disrespectful, but like all kids, sometimes they just get in the fast pace of life or just may take things for granted. And I think this just stemmed from him asking for a different pair of basketball shoes or, you know, wanting a different basketball because there's a better one, a better name brand one. And my husband and I kind of looked at each other and thought, well, you have a great basketball and you have shoes. What are you complaining about? And we realized it, it wasn't so much a complaint, but he just was asking, 
uh, can I get the next better one? Can I get the better one? And my husband and I just kind of paused and we both started sharing stories about our childhood and how we didn't have the name brands things. We didn't have the the Nikes. We definitely did not have uh, name brand basketball. And we started sharing just upbring- just stories from our upbringing, trying to show our son that, you know what, you're so grateful, you're so blessed, and, and you need to be aware of that and not take that for granted at any point. And um, I think my husband and I got a little bit more emotional because we reflected on how far our family has come. Um, we're both uh, first-generation college graduates, we both, um, I think I said this before we were, we both met at the university and af- after graduating, we, we got married and just started our life. And, but it's so easy to take for granted all the things that we now have and pausing and looking back to reflect on how much growth and how much we have achieved and, I want to say it humbled us a bit. And for myself, speaking speaking for myself, you know, my parents worked in the field growing up. Both of my parents were field workers. And I remember, I clearly remember my my mother and my father saying like, si tú no quieres esto, necesitas ir a la escuela. Meaning, if this is not what you want, then you need to go to school. School's going to help you not work the way we work. And... Um, I remember that. I clearly remember that. And I should probably do a podcast on that. Some of the memories I have from going to work with my parents um, many years ago uh, in the field, because I do remember that. But um, I am I am so, so grateful for for the things that I have. And yes, of course, I, too, would love a newer car and I would love uh I don't know, the materialistic stuff that we all get caught up in. And please don't get take this the wrong way. I'm not saying that all materialistic thing is bad because you work hard. So yes, if it is something you, you're able to buy and you're able to enjoy and you treat yourself, by all means do it. Because I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I don't buy any name brand stuff. That's materialistic. That's not what the podcast is about or what this episode is about. What I'm saying is just working with our children to make sure that we are mindful in teaching them the the respect, the mindfulness of their actions um, affecting others. So quick example of this uh Today, um, the boys were making dinner for themselves while my husband and I kind of took a break from them because they were driving us a little bit crazy. And we come to the kitchen, and literally there's bowls, there's spoons, there's um, some cheese powder on the counter. I don't know. They were either attempting to make macaroni and cheese or they were trying to do something. And they all kind of just left it there. And, you know, I asked them both. I said, you guys clearly saw this mess. I'm not sure because you guys didn't even use these dishes. Why did you guys think it was okay not to clean it up? And both of them just kind of stared at each other. 
And, you know, um, they both just said, sorry, we should have cleaned it up. And I just reminded them, I said, you know, it's not about being sorry. I don't need a sorry. What I need you to be is aware that your actions are now affecting others. Now, I have to stop what I'm doing to clean this up. And instead of now making real dinner, I'm pausing because your actions affected us. And now as a whole, it's affecting our family. And there's been other instances where that happens. So that's how I've been approaching mindfulness with my boys. How are your actions affecting others? And I've been telling them when we go out to eat, um, simply if we go out to eat, I ask them, okay, let's pick up our trash. And they have told me, mom, they clean it up for you here. And yes, if it's a sit down restaurant, I understand they're going to come clean it up. But if it's another place and there's crumbs on our table or there's something, you know, the the mark from the water cup or something, I tell them, get napkins, let's wipe it down. And I try to tell the boys, and my husband does the same thing, let's leave it better than we found it. And I think that carries a lot of weight for children. That can signify a lot for the children. If they have something to remember, okay, I have to leave it better than I found it, that's important. And that's something the children can try to understand. And I frequently do that in the classroom too. I tell my students, the classroom, this is your classroom. What you do is for you. And we can leave a mess, but at the end of the day, when the janitor comes in and he cleans up, it's not fair to him if he has to clean up after our mess because we were not mindful of picking up the stuff we can easily pick up. So I have to say, my class, um, there's little changes I've been making in the classroom. And even I hear my students in the classroom ask each other, is that being mindful? Uh, a quick one that comes to mind for the classroom is they take off their sweater, they're little, they're, you know, they're in kindergarten. They want to just throw their sweater on the floor because that's what kids do. And I now hear other kids say, you're not being mindful because now your mom has more laundry to do. Or be mindful. Put your sweater um, in your backpack. So that actually makes me really proud as a teacher because I want the children to be mindful, not just when I'm reminding them, but uh, bring it up but upon themselves through my teachings or through my working with them that they're able to pick up on this is something important I need for my life. So as a teacher, yes, that's a proud moment. And as a mom, it's something I'm continuously working on because it is very easy um, to take for granted. And like I said, it's not that it's just uh, we're blessed, we're fortunate to be able to treat the boys to different things. Sometimes it's buying the baseball cards or the Lego mystery pack that you get at Costco, not at Costco, at Target at the checkout line. And I know they purposely have them there. So the kids all want them as you're checking out. Um, and them being mindful and being grateful for what they are able to receive. And in the past couple of weeks, there's been several opportunities where we've really been able to show the, the boys um, how to pay it forward to others. 
different ways that we've been doing it is we've been going to the grocery store. And at the grocery store, right at the checkout lane, they have grocery bags for the food bank. And you can pick up a bag and that bag is donated to the local food bank. So my husband has made it a it has made it a point that every time we go to the grocery store, we will buy a bag. Whether we're going in to buy a major haul for the groceries or just to pick up some bananas and milk, we're going to pick up one of those bags and we're going to donate it to the food bank because we're blessed and we're grateful that we can go to the store either for a small thing or a big haul of groceries. And the boys have even seen that and the boys ask, are you going to buy one of the bags, dad? Are you going to buy one of the bags? So that's something that the children are seeing modeled from both of us. And I'm hoping that obviously when they're older and they're buying their own groceries, it's something that they can remember and they too can pay it forward. Another fun uh, experience that we had today was a friend of ours invited us to make to make blankets and not necessarily sewing because I definitely am not good with the sewing machine, but they're blankets that that you tie the end so it's like knotted blankets, knotted fleece blankets. Um, I'll put a picture in the show notes so you can see the the blankets that I mean. Th- these blankets get donated to a program that puts a goodie bag together for teens, uh, children, especially during the holidays, if for whatever reason they happen to be displaced from their home, um, they're given a care package. And this program puts together a blanket, a stuffed animal, toothbrush, toothpaste, and the program just makes sure that children in need has access to a lovey and a blanket during the holiday season. And this was the first year I was invited to this by a friend who's been doing it for a few years. And I didn't even know this this existed in our community. So I was so excited. I actually brought my younger son. And he's seven years old. And I explained to him what we were doing. And of course, he was just excited he was going to go see his friend. But I explained to him we were there to put some blankets together for children who are needy and who could benefit from this blanket that we spend some time putting together for them. And as simple as they were, uh, my son was able to help me with some of the cutting. I'm not going to say he did all the blanket by himself, but he did cut quite a bit of the, I don't even know how to explain it, but the edges of the blanket, they needed to be cut one inch apart, four inches deep. And so it involved multiple cuts and he was able to do all these cuts. And of course I needed to tie each one because it was, it was kind of hard for him to tie, but he sat there and did that. And at the end, I just told him how how proud I was of him. There was no complaining. There was no, why am I doing this? I'd rather go play. He finished it. And at the end, I told him, this is something you can be very proud of because you are making another child smile. 
So even though that's hard to grasp for children because he's not watching the other children smile right then and there, I'm just telling him it is something that paying it forward, helping others that are needy, that are in need at that time, that are less fortunate, whatever the case may be, he was a part of it. And I was just so proud as a mom. And I thought, my goodness, I have to get involved with more opportunities with my younger son for him to volunteer, for him to do, um, for him to spend some time where he's actually helping someone else smile. And coming up, we also have where my older son will volunteer for a for a Santa activity uh, that the community holds. And he's been doing this for a few years now. I'd say probably about four to five years. He's been doing it in December. And he just goes over and what he does, he works with the younger kids. He works with the younger kids, helping them do a craft while they wait for Santa to be ready to take pictures with them. And um, it's just so nice to see him giving back to the community and I still remember this was a few years ago he was much younger but he shared with me an observation he said mom I'm so glad I was able to help um, the community center but mom I know that was not the real Santa this Santa looked really tired by the end of a couple kids and I know the real Santa in, in the North Pole he could do this for a lot longer mom and but he was just smiling and I remember he was just smiling he's like but I'm so happy because these little kids mom all had a smile and they were so happy to see Santa so even them being aware of perhaps someone else being tired um, and still being there to help and being aware that children were smiling that was important so there's little things that happen throughout that I do feel we instill the importance of being grateful, being mindful, but it's easy to slip away when we're not intentional with our reminders. If we're not intentional with reminding and pausing and acknowledging what we're grateful for. So um, something that we do is we do if possible we try to do it daily but if not we for sure do it I don't know three three times a week what what are we most grateful for what something that makes you something that makes you smile something going on something that happened an event that you're looking forward to and just sharing and for my husband and I just continuing to share with them our own childhood stories and sharing them how we were grateful for every gift we received we were grateful even if it was a no-name brand toy or you know if it wasn't uh, if it was a no-name brand uh, shoes or basketball whatever it was and this gives my husband and I a time to reflect on things that we are grateful for, that we're able to provide. And because we're able to provide for our family, we ourselves are continuously reminding ourselves 
to try to pay it forward to others. What can we do uh, in the community? What can we do with others? What can we do with organizations that we believe in and that we see them helping the community? So just kind of, you know, you can look at this in multi-layers. You can look at this at the dinner table with your children. You can look at this um, with your significant other and how each of you are impacting each other and how you can impact, um, if you have kids, your children. So um, there is definitely not a one answer. There's not a one thing you can do and, okay, that means you're mindful. But I think it's a continuous effort. I think it's a continuous effort and you have to be aware and it's something you you must work on continuously. Um, almost like um, like a muscle you have to exercise because it can easily be, I don't want to say forgotten, but it can easily be ignored for the day or it can easily be that you get caught up in your deadlines or you get caught up on the stressful day or the kids... Um, the kids practice schedule or game schedule that you're just so caught up in that and you don't pause to acknowledge how grateful you are for everything that you do have. I know this is something that is dear for other families. I had other families share with me. For example, one family shared with me that they realized their child was not being mindful because every time they were going to the store, it became like, mom, I want this toy. Mom, I want this toy. And the mom shared with me, I never realized that I wasn't even thinking about it. I wasn't even looking at prices. My child was just putting in the cart and it was no big deal because we can, we could buy it and we want to give the best to our child because it's our only child and we didn't have these opportunities growing up. So, of course, we want to give her the best. And she shared that after talking to her husband, they both kind of had the same conversation and told each other, no, no, we're not trying to raise someone who just goes to the store and just, I want this, this, and this. But rather, you have an abundance of toys. You have an abundance of this. Why don't you truly maybe just choose one thing rather than every time going and picking five things or that. And the parents said, you know, we didn't even realize we were doing this because we work so much. We have long hours. We commute. We come home or when we run into Target, we want to see her smile. But we had to stop and ask ourselves, why are we doing this? Because we smiled as we were children and we had much less than our daughter has. So that was really powerful. Uh, Having someone tell me that. And I thought, yeah, I remember that too. And I remember smiling during my childhood. And yes, I too had much less. I had my one Barbie. And I'll be honest, that one Barbie was my everything with the peach dress. I have to look for it online because I'm sure it's somewhere out there on eBay. But that was the one Barbie I asked for Christmas. And I know my parents had to work extra to to buy that Barbie for me. And um, I mean, I, 
I love that Barbie. I'm sure I had it up until I went to college, and then I really don't know what I did with it afterwards. But um, just being aware and kind of grounding yourself and not getting so caught up during this December on buying more gifts, more gifts, more gifts. And by no means am I saying, oh my gosh, be a Grinch for Christmas or, um, you know, don't buy gifts. That's not what I'm saying. But maybe make it more meaningful. Maybe it's spending more time with someone. Maybe it's visiting someone. Maybe it's creating memories rather than a thing. So um, hopefully with this week's episode, you got some great tips, modeling for your children, looking out for places in the community that you can volunteer, that you can donate, um, perhaps putting some goodie bags together for the homeless, including like a, a power bar, a toothbrush, clean pair of socks, um, putting all that in a Ziploc and giving it to someone you see that is in need and or simply donating them to the homeless shelters. There's check with your community center, check with your church, check with the shelters, see what they're in need of. Because sometimes during this season, um, there's a lot of donating, but then come January, uh, the resources they have available are much less and the need is still there. Um, perhaps it's donating your time and volunteering um, somewhere check with that that's another example of showing your children how you're giving back how you're being grateful and being mindful just everywhere whatever you do whether you're merging onto the freeway and someone's ready to cut you off or you're thinking about cutting someone off just be mindful be mindful of that um and i think a lot of it is just comes from looking at within and making maybe some adjustments or some small changes we can make. But I know we can all help and make this December uh, 2019, the last month of the decade, an even better one for those that we are, for those that surround us, for our family, for our kids. And let's just make it a great one and put some of these things to work and help others smile around us. Thank you. And like I said before at the beginning, if you have some ideas of ways that your family is mindful or things that this podcast help you remind you of or some emotions that triggered, please send me a DM, uh, send me a message, tell me things you thought about, things that reminded you or things you're going to try to put with your put in place with your family thank you again for listening to amigas y cafe follow me on instagram at amigas cafe follow me on twitter amigas y cafe and visit the blog amigas y cafe.com thank you and have a great week and go out there and make someone else smile thank you <music>